Okay, so George, uh, you've got the entire recon band. Well, not the entire, but a lot of the guys. They're going to be on the show today. Part one of Frontline Rewind, Recon. Tell us about uh, this new thing with uh, Recon that's about to happen. We're really excited to do this because it's the 25th anniversary of our release behind enemy lines. So that's cool. Awesome. Here it is. Episode one with Recon, Frontline Rewind.
All right. Uh, I'm Les Carlson. Welcome to Frontline Rewind. I'm here with the guys from Recon. Man, you guys are awesome. Uh, first of all, why don't we just start and introduce the guys, starting with Eddie and what you do in the band. I'm Eddie Starline. I uh, play guitars, background vocals. All right. Mike Grotto, bass. Ronson Webster, keyboards, background vocals. George Ochoa, a lead and rhythm guitars. Rod Arias, a lead vocals. Um, John Gonzalez, drums and percussion. Todd Libby, keyboards. All right, guys. Uh, wow. Have you ever been on the road together and for how long? Uh, for about maybe 30 uh. minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes on the road? That's just driving between the 7 Eleven and the way down to Hall? Yeah. Take the 5 freeway to, uh, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't work. To Gazari's, that was about it. <laughs> well, at this point, everybody is uh, kind of all over the place, and uh, it's been that way a little bit. Mike's always kind of lived away, like either Arizona, New Mexico, China. Uh, <laughs> I try to get away from it, I can't stay away, you know. <laughs> but he always ends up coming back. But mm. uh, we've never Dang. quite been a uh, touring band. Uh, we did a lot of LA shows in the early days. We did all the big clubs, you know, like uh, Gazari's and. Cornerstone. You know, we did Cornerstone one year. Blood Good was there too. We did Cornerstone in Illinois. We did Cornerstone West that one year they did it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so we did, so we've done a, a, a lot of shows, but as far as packing a bus and going on the road, no. But uh, we've done a lot of LA shows and we've done Could certain shows here and there. Yeah. So um, you haven't really experienced uh, riding on a bus for hours and hours and hours together? Well, I have. Not, not, as, not as this band, but in other bands. Like oh, I know, but yeah. this band, this yeah, particular no, band. No, That's why good. you're still good friends, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. You're pretty well. I don't know about well, that. Well, <laughs> actually, well, we haven't done it because we want to stay good friends. Oh, I see. All right, so who's the peacemaker in the group? Me. That's Eddie. Eddie? He's not yeah. really. Yes, he, I you instigate. No, I'm I, I'm <laughs> a peacemaker. <laughs> Shut up. I think. Yeah, okay. Well, back you know back in the day, you know we would you know we practice. I think before we record our first album, it was uh, you know George and I really uh, working together on you know writing songs and whatnot, and him and I would sometimes butt heads. Sometimes. So sometimes, sometimes. Always. <laughs> you know, but but then you know Eddie was always there to kind of. You know, soften the blows. So okay, yeah, you did a good job, Ed. Yeah, I heard some rumor about that that uh, you guys were like fire and ice or something. Yeah, whatever. That's good. That's what, you know that 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 is that creative you know tension. No comment from George. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have it, right? George, you're you're looking real like what, what are they I, I saying? I just know who uh, comes out on top usually. Let's just say it. Okay. Hey, like you say, it's your baby. You're, you're kind of a leader, right, George? Uh, well, uh, I like to think of, uh, here, here's one for you. I like to think it's Jesus as our leader. And, there you uh, go. You know, and, Good answer. Uh, so here, you hear directly from him and then tell the other. What church you go to? No lie. I actually saw, no one, time, one time I actually saw Richard Roberts going, yes, Lord. Yes, I'll tell them, Lord. No, 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 I won't tell them that, Lord. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, I went, this guy for real? He's really doing that right now? I mean, like, he's hearing straight from God, and God doesn't speak through anybody in this band. God speaks through his church and through his word. Not through his word, but, you know, he uses his church to, to spread that word. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I literally think that we're actually nothing without him. There's no value to us, really, mm, without absolutely. Christ in us. That's right. right. Where we have the grace. So uh, we're all yeah. in agreement. Anybody want to debate that issue and 
outside of scripture because if you do, <laughs> you'll get anywhere. Speaker. It's going to be weird, and then Mike is going to be all over. That's right. <laughs> Bring on the thunder. But Eddie will be there to soften. That's right. I have to sort it all out. Yeah, sort it out. So when was your? When did you record the first this one and only album that Recon recorded? What year was that? Uh, we recorded in ni- eighty-nine. Uh, eighty-nine because it got released in ninety. Mm. Yeah, it takes about a year. So we did it. Uh, we did it at uh, Frontline Studios, a mixing lab A and B, mainly B because only the really good bands got to record a mixing lab A, and and uh, we got stuck with the with the cheap studio. <laughs> <laughs> Did we have to tell the the entire world? That? <laughs> well, yes, because it shows humility. There are yeah, there are there budgets, go. you know. Okay, it's we'll our first that. album. There are budgets. Yeah. And by the way, this was Frontline before uh, Adele. <laughs> All right, Frontline music. Jimmy Kepner, Frontline. Okay. Did you? Was that a great experience for you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A good time, yeah. It's a privilege. Uh, we we somebody had the studio the very next day after us. And we had we hadn't finished like two songs. One bad like pig, and uh, no, no, they were not from there. But uh, um, I remember burning the the candle at both ends. Uh, we're getting Johnny's drums uh, done, and we have some. Actually, if you look at the new CD, which, do we have a new CD? It sounds there. Oh, we, we never took a picture. Anyways, anyways, if you look at the picture on the new CD, the reissue, there's a picture of Johnny on there, and that picture is literally him like. After playing drums for like 12 hours, he's like exhausted. <laughs> and because we had to finish before the next people came out. I think we left at like 6 in the morning or 7 mm-hmm. in the morning the next morning. And the next people were going to come in at like 8. So And you and I too. Stayed from, we stayed from uh, about 7 o'clock at night to the next morning. You and I only. Oh, okay. And we, I got home. We got there and I had to fly back to Arizona that same morning. Yeah, and that, oh, that picture of you yeah, in there like too. With it. It. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, you got to do do that because people that don't know about studios, once you got the drums set and the mics are up and everything else, you can't tear them down and move them out because mm. then you got to start over. Right. So Johnny, it was a big big night for you, huh? It was. Yeah, uh, I remember. I think I, had to I think work. I had to go to work. The next I had to be at work. That, yeah, that same day as well. So <laughs> you know, the, you know, the, the funny thing is when you hear Johnny playing on the drums. You not only hear his drums, but you hear his voice. And if you listen to it, he goes, he's going, you know. So I keep my uh, classic, the way he keeps his meter. That's cool. You should mic that. It oh, should be a mic. thing. That was mic. I remember mixing the the drums at one point. And I'm hearing, and I'm and I'm listening to. I I I solo just the drums, so I'm hearing the drums. And I'm hearing uh, Johnny's voice, and I look back behind me. I go, "I thought Johnny left." <laughs> and like, and like I go, "Where's Johnny?" And it's, it's coming through the mics. And ah, ah, it's like all right. So yeah. that that's on the recon. That's on the record. If you can listen really closely, you'll hear. It. You'll hear. Oh, it. Okay, so then <laughs> I, I would assume then that that it's also on Worldview as well. Uh, no, we no, we, we, we kind of oh, did you muzzle one. him or something for <laughs> that? We put, put a muzzle on him. Put a muzzle on him. Okay, Johnny. Yeah, there go. We've Let's had go enough with of that, that story. Let's go with that story. story. We put a muzzle on him. Yeah, yeah. Nice electronics, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be bad if he was totally tight within himself. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So, um, Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, I understand that you you love being in this band. That you're one of the most popular guys in the group. That's what I've been told. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got 10 Facebook friends. They all tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you and I met in what? What year? Oh, 19? my gosh. It was 80, 84. 
1984, yeah. Bloodgood was playing with uh, you get to play Baron the, Cross. The sports and, arena parking lot. Yeah, the sports arena yeah, where the San Diego Cross. Chargers yeah. play. Yeah, we got the gig there. We get Hot down days. there, and we're actually in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And there's a tailgate party. There's a couple guys there. Yeah, I remember. That's yeah, I was rocking yeah. y'all, man. It was like... Yeah. Oh. It was great. Long time ago. Probably eternal destiny. Because we know where we're going. You know, that's our destiny, eternal heaven. So I, I, I like that. I love playing it because I get to play heavy and hard there. Awesome. Bringing on the thunder. <laughs> but I want to say is I, I haven't seen these guys in a while. And um, it's been a great weekend yeah. seeing them again. Uh, I got to play, uh, go over some songs, and just um, had a good time. And uh, awesome. hopefully I'll see them again when you people call in and want us for some gigs, <laughs> you know. Um, Maybe a second album coming up, George? <laughs> so I am gonna I'm gonna hit the road. Love you guys. Les, thank you. And Adele, thank you for everything and your family. And um, I will see you guys on the road. So here it is, Eternal Destiny by Recon. Thank you. 
you hear on Frontline Rewind episodes is available on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and our own website, frontlinerecords.us. We all wrote the songs, but George took the credit for them all, so... Yeah. That's all right, that's praise God, George. No. <laughs> that was Eddie, yeah. the um, peacemaker. No, we we actually all sat down, and, and uh, George, of course, wrote most most of all the songs, but... But we did uh, we did have some say so when we in, when we were practicing in the practice room, um, and we all sat down. You know, uh, there was a couch in there I think at one point, and we just kind of threw around ideas and kind of pieced uh, pieced together uh, like a puzzle some words that still need to be re- you know, wrote for the songs, and um, and mm-hmm. that way, uh, and that's and they. That's how we completed them. And just, yeah. We all kind of threw our ideas around and and whatever fit stuck, and that's that's what made it to the album. Yeah. Um, Writing-wise, uh, first song we ever wrote together was uh, Alive, and Ronson and I wrote it, and I think Vet helped too. Um, <coughs> so that was like the very first song, we, and then yeah, we, we actually went from there, you know. Um, that, uh, yeah, I think that's how it started. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Alive was, I think we, we pretty much wrote it in the garage and in our rehearsal space. And uh, we actually, I think we wrote it like in, I don't know, within an hour or so. It was actually moved, we moved pretty quickly through that through that song. Yeah, do you think and, the garage had anything to do with it? Because you no, could back out. <laughs> so do you guys want to hear Alive right now? Sure, yeah, let's hear absolutely. Alive. Let's hear it. Yeah. Alive! Alive! 
came when we first got together I think the uh, uh, the chemistry was really you know was really good and and we just I, I knew I kind of had a sense of what the vision was that George had for the band and where it was going um, when I met George I think I was 16 or 17 years old and I had uh, auditioned for a band uh, that he that he had that he started called profit and so I I had a friend drive me all the way out to Hollywood and uh, went to George's house and and um, and I auditioned, went to a couple rehearsals and I realized that you know I had to take a bus all the way down to Glendale to rehearse so and it wasn't so it wasn't working out and uh, we just kind of we kind of faded out and disconnected didn't really talk too much and then it was I don't know about um, about maybe two years later. Uh, George and I reconnected through a band that I was playing with called Royal Priesthood. And I think Johnny, did you ever, John, uh, I also knew Johnny in high school. We went to high school together. And uh, before Johnny even played drums, I think, you know, you'd sit, you would talk about playing the drums. But did you even have a kit back then? I did play drums. But yeah, I, you did. But you're very uh, humble about it. You didn't let anybody know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and he says. Yeah. But he's also he's still very humble, and uh, but uh, through Royal Priesthood, I reconnected with George again, and we started writing, you know, uh, writing together. And, uh, and Alive was the first one. Yeah, the first song I'll, that you guys wrote together for this album, anyway. For this album, yeah. And then Take Us Away came in, uh, was actually written earlier uh, when I was with Royal Priesthood. But then George came in and, and helped me uh, with the uh, with the bridge mm -hmm. and a couple of parts there. But I think uh, a lot of times, and maybe you guys could uh, agree with me on this, 
it seems like projects start with something good, some, you know, something that does come like you described, how it just kind of came to you. Right. And then from there, that was the, that was the beginning step that it took to make an album like mm -hmm. this. So. Well, I, I'd have to mention, were you going to say something? I'd have to mention that uh, a lot of this really uh, sprouted out of Sanctuary. We all, saw, we all went to Sanctuary, mm -hmm. and which was a, the Rock and Roll Church. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Yes. Of a lot of people, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from Bob Beeman, but a lot of people think that Bob Beeman started it, and he really wow. didn't. Uh, Steve Valdez started the church out of Whittier. And, uh, well, the Lord ultimately started, obviously, but yeah. he used Steve Valdez. So Steve Valdez was one of uh, Striper's roadies for a long time. And what ended up happening, how Sanctuary started, the Rock and Roll Refuge, we called it, was uh, uh, all these people started coming to Christ at Striper shows. So um, they didn't have a place to go. They, they felt displaced as, as Christians. I mean, kind of looking the way they looked and blah, blah, blah. Everybody mm -hmm. had the, the poofy hair and the... Yeah in the rock and roll garb on. And um, so he started a Bible study. And the Bible study got so big that they turned it into a church and uh, started meeting at a church in Whittier. And um, that's how Sanctuary got started. And I still remember the first meeting that Steve and I, because I started working with Steve actually in Whittier, where we actually sat down with Bob Beeman and he was kind of going to be the overseer of Whittier for a while. Mm -hmm. And just kind of be... Uh, the overseer for the staff of the church that we were meeting at, because we met in a church that that we met. We started church at two o'clock in the afternoon, so it was after the regular service <laughs> people were there and left, and then the stragglers, rock and rollers, would come in. Just the after, they, yeah, right. It, after it, they it's kind of a funny right. scene, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. At that point, um, Bob would uh, Bob wasn't even really directly involved with sanctuary. We had yeah. our thing going. It was mainly Steve Valdez, and then uh, which again came out of a tribal Bible study. Um, it grew from there, and then Bob really started getting involved, and then he branched off and started South Bay, and then and then from there we another another uh, church branched off, and we started Hollywood Sanctuary Hollywood, and um, I don't want to talk about this guy, but I'll just mention that uh, Roger <laughs> Martinez was the pastor of that church, and we'll just leave it at that. Well, but, we did uh, another show on that, so yeah, yeah, everybody knows from that. Yeah, but anyways. So, so uh, Sanctuary, I mean, really, Recon kind of sprouted from Sanctuary Hollywood, right, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we, we met at Whittier. That's good to know. And um, we met at Whittier, and then ultimately we moved to, uh, to Hollywood a little bit later. Yeah. Recon was already started by that point. Started in Whittier. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, maybe my, I'm, I'm getting old, so Do I don't remember exactly how to But, okay. but I, I, I want to jump in for a second because I was kind of part of that movement as well. And that's what was oh, happening yeah, with all of us. There were so many of us players and people that God had given talents to do to, and and then all of a sudden it's this hard rock, heavy metal stuff, and this whole movement. And so that's how Recon was caught up in that from Sanctuary and mm -hmm. from what was going on. So this is the fruit of that of God's movement. On yeah, let's us. go back. Let's take it back, obviously, to even Striper. I mean, Striper when, when they started Yellow and Black Attack, and then the Absolutely. Bible study. And the Bible study turned into Sanctuary, and then Sanctuary, I mean, so many bands sprouted from that. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Vengeance, Deliverance, we're talking so many bands, if you just keep going, and, and that the kind of sprouted from that. And the phenomenal thing is that it really didn't just happen in Southern California, it was happening in uh, Seattle, it was happening in the Midwest, it was happening in Norway and Sweden. God just did this whole big, phew, all over the world. 
And what's Amazing. happening now? Now it's international, right? Yeah, it's wow. international. Here uh, we are again. The, the, the Lord Still did. alive. I mean, I mean, it's just like, it spread like wildfire, really. Yeah. You really think about it. You know? I actually, originally, I, try, I tried out for recon as a vocalist. Um, do you remember that? I actually don't. You don't? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> this is Eddie. Yeah, yeah this is Eddie. Um, With good reason. Well, at the time, I was going to... Uh, Holy Maybe I blocked that kidding. out of my memory. Just, just, just kidding. <laughs> I blocked that out of my memory. I was going to a Holy Soldier Bible study, uh, and uh, I was supposed to try out. They were just uh, they just dropped a Robbie, um, the, the original singer from Holy Soldier, and then I was going to try out uh, to sing for Holy Soldier. And then... They had this whole red tape that I that they had to go through in order to try out, and the tryout was probably a few weeks out. And um, and George, I don't know, I forgot our conversation, but he he said, "Well, we, we you know we need a vocalist, and and uh, we I could set up something this weekend." And so I said, "Okay." So he gave me a song. I believe it was. Breakout, I think it was that song, but it didn't have the vocals, uh, uh, lyrics to it. He told me to write some lyrics to it and and see if I could write and sing as well. So that weekend, I tried out. We they rented a studio and I tried out and it didn't work out. He he said, you know, not thank you, not, but no thank you. Yeah, not not really At what we're looking he doesn't for. Remember it, he so goes he blocked it out. But he goes, but go, George. he goes. We are looking for a guitar player, though. You know, you know any guitar players? And I said, "Well, I play guitar too, as well." And so I tried out again, and the rest is history. <laughs> that's how. That's how I got. Uh, uh, that's how I joined. I don't recon. remember any of that, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that moment in recon history. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it started. Well, I, I auditioned. I remember for a well. Player, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, Rod auditioned as a cowbell player. And I didn't get it. I'm just saying, but we're looking for a singer. <laughs> so we wanted okay. more cowbell. He also can provide rain. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the gig for the cowbell players. <laughs> <laughs> they got the lead vocal. But he got the lead vocal. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thankful. You need to work on your cowbell, but your vocals are awesome. <laughs> Hey, Rod's actually pretty funny for Argentine, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what well, I think that once I came into the band, that was one of the songs that caught my attention. Uh, the words are so powerful, and I think that um, a lot of times when, when as a Christian band presents the word, sometimes it's sugar-coated, and in this case it wasn't, and it really called people to attention that, yes, it's true, you are a believer, but you've been fooled by the lame deceiver. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. And and it really puts you in a position of re-examining your life. Like, yes, you call yourself a, a believer, but what else is going on in your life? And kind of what we were talking about before, that any time that you try to go into the enemy's territory, you're going to get hit. And uh, the Bible says that you don't get hit by things that you don't like. You know, you hit by things that you do like. So we always need to try to build our fences to protect us so that we can continue doing our ministry. And I think that one of the things that I, I always saw uh, Johnny doing, you know, with, with our brother Vet, was always like, hey, dude, how are you? What's going on? When are you coming by? And, and always checking up on him, trying to, because I'm pretty sure he knows this part, but James tells us that you need to try to save this brother as if you're pulling him out of the fire. Mm -hmm. So that's a sense of urgency that sometimes we don't have. So not only is it a way of listening to the song and examining yourself, but seeing who else is around you 
and trying to save them, not judge them like it's a lot of the cases, but save them as is to save them from the fire. I think that also Jesus talked in Matthew, how it's when you talk with the brothers to win your brother. And you know, Jesus and James, both brothers, they, they have the same sentiment, which is, we're not here to judge you, we're here to save you, to help you, to bring you back into the flock. Mm. And I think that lost soldier really puts a, a finger in a very open wound to a lot of people and to all of us as Christians, you know, to watch our steps and to watch our brothers because this fight is not over yet. We know how it's going to end, but we're still fighting it. So with that said, let's, let's listen to Lost Soldier.
FrontlineRecords.us, we have all kinds of goodies. Artist bios, links to all the music, and a free music offering when you sign up for the newsletter. Check it out, FrontlineRecords.us. So, Todd, you originally were going to audition on bass? Yeah, originally I, I came in and, and uh, auditioned on bass and then uh, started off playing bass. Uh-huh. Um, and... That kind of morphed into a, a, a different band then, and so we kept playing together, but then it, it, it wasn't really called Recon anymore, and so I, Satori, so we called it. Is this after and, Mike left? Is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but then, uh, so for, I think it was about 2002 or so. That's right, I mean, yeah. Is when Rod came in, and then Mike came back in, uh, as bass and, and of course Eddie and uh, and then I played keys. So then that was kind of a, the new recon, so to speak, at that point. So it's interesting now that you're playing bass with Worldview. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Well, there you go. So um, yeah, That's awesome. I'm playing some, some keys. I won't be playing keys live with Worldview. I'll just be playing bass. But uh, he's recording a lot of keys. Re- recorded, yeah. It's funny with Worldview. We got yeah. Ronson, George, myself. We're we're all kind of in there. So there's uh, a lot on, of recon on, on in, in Worldview, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I I met I originally met George and Johnny, and uh, at first it was George and Johnny, and I think uh, Vat was in the band at the time. And well, now you uh, just let me let me interject, and I'll let you take it over. Todd, we're looking for a bass player at the time, Recon, and Todd answered the ad and came and auditioned. And I'll tell you one thing before, I don't want to take up the time, Todd, I want to let Todd to talk, but I will say this for Todd. Uh, we, I gave him the songs to learn, and he came into the audition and nailed them. I mean, nailed them. I mean, like, a wow, this guy did his homework, you know. He got the job immediately, obviously, so go ahead, Todd. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and that that was back before the internet. I think what was the magazine called Music Connection or something like that. Yeah. So I answered an ad and and uh, came in. I still remember the day coming into the garage and meeting everyone and and uh, yeah, it was just from there on spread out. Met everyone else as well. But that we played some shows. I can't quite remember. But then it morphed into a different band and what have you. And it. It was when Rod came into the picture then, and George said, "Hey, you want to play play keys?" And I was like, "Well, absolutely." So, and uh, I think Ronson, you were I was raising kids. You were raising kids and stuff, yeah. and then so so then I was like, "Okay, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play some keyboards." And and we did some really cool shows. We did the Cornerstone. We did uh, did the first Mardi Gras. We we did the Mardi Gras. That was amazing. Uh-huh. A, a coffee shop somewhere down <laughs> Angel, Angel, Angel City. Angel City, yep, yep. So, anyways, that that's uh, kind of how I came into the, the whole picture. I'd have to say my favorite song is Dreams because it's so melodic, and I, you know, being playing keys and stuff, and I just I just love the, the, the progression and the melody of the song. That, that's I really enjoy playing it. So would you introduce the song for us then? So we are about to hear... Dream.
be sure to check out Frontline Records' YouTube channel for exclusive live performances recorded right here on our Frontline Rewind shows. What's the name like, of the song? Oh, forget that. Light, Light the, the fire. fire. Light the Fire? Okay, here it goes. Originally on uh, California Metal Volume 2. Uh, uh, a bonus track on this CD release is uh, Light the Fire, which is uh, one of the first songs we actually also wrote in Recon. And uh, for various reasons, it didn't make the record, the, the actual record, but uh, we put it on this uh, re-release because, you know, it, it was a big a part of our repertoire. It was in our set. Yeah. Um, but originally but, uh, on the originally on California Metal, Cal, Cal Metal Two, we released it. And that's how much we thought of the song because we, we it was one of the two songs to represent the band. Um, I don't know I, what I can say about that song. It's other, other than it's just uh, a fast, hard rocket song with a lot of good melody. That's got some piercing high vocals <laughs> on it. Yeah. Um, that are that are killer, and I think that's what made, honestly. You know, I could talk about my guitar player, talk about Johnny's great drumming, Grotto's great guitar playing, Eddie's uh, infamous rhythm playing, and some lead, Ronson's uh, uh, magical keyboard playing. But the bottom line is people were drawn to Recon because of Vets' vocals mainly. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. wow, this guy could sing high and mm -hmm. he's, you know, and he's killer. So I'm giving Vet a lot of props yeah. here. Uh, so... Uh, that song really showcases that. And we recorded those songs at Pachyderm Studios with uh, the Elefantes. And they were really... Uh, oh, I'm going to give you a quick quick, uh, quick uh, phrase on Johnny for that. I still remember John Elefante walking in the room and going, <laughs> wow, you guys use a drum machine for this, huh? And we're going, why do you say that? He goes, the drums are dead on. I mean, that can't be a person playing. I go, no, that's Johnny playing the drums. He goes, Wow. That's uh, off to you, Johnny, because uh, he, he is actually, I mean, here's John Elefante yeah. praising us, going, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and John Elefante ended up singing the ba all the backgrounds to uh, to the dream song we did for mm -hmm. that, too, and uh, it was fun working with Mike Moreau, which is one of the engineers at Pachyderm, uh, Dino Elefante, mm -hmm. and um, John Elefante. That was that was a good, a really good experience. Uh, you guys want have anything else to say about Light the Fire? Yeah. One of the most challenging songs I ever had to sing. <laughs> great, yeah. great which, song to play live. Sing very well. It's yeah. it's fast, a lot of harmonies. It's I think it's one of Recon's best songs. Actually. It was actually one of the I think the funnest song to you know to play live because everybody you know the crowd just got into the chorus mm -hmm. and and sang along and and it was uh, it, it was really fun to to be a part of that. So anyway. why don't we listen to it? You guys love this, so let's hear yeah, Let's listen. Light, Light the, the fire!
So George, we're celebrating 25 years of recon. Your album Behind Enemy Lines released on Frontline Records 25 years ago. Amazing. Uh, totally amazing. Uh, we're excited to do this with Rocks Productions. Great. They're releasing both vinyl and CD, and the CD has some bonus goodies, right? Yeah, we have uh, the original 10 songs from the record, two songs from Cal Metal 2, and we remixed uh, and remastered our original demo. So there's some goodies there. Yeah. Okay, everybody. If you didn't pre-order yours, go to rocksproductions.com. That's R-O-X-X productions.com. Get your copy. Okay, George, we're going to play together, man. That's right. Now, it, it's When is it? Uh, April 23rd. Uh, it's a Saturday night. So 2016. 2016. Coming up soon. That's right. Who's on the bill? Uh, it's going to be Blood Good, Worldview, Join the Dead, which is Mike Phillips' band, and Wicked's End. So it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't miss it. Uh, let me give you some info on the show. Okay. It's, um, it's going to be at Newport Church in Newport at uh, 2727 Campus Drive, Irvine, California, 92612. Why did I give the zip? Oh, well. Now, if you need more info, go to our website, and uh, that'll give you the flyer, uh, www.worldviewmetal.com, worldviewmetal.com. The very next night, the 24th, Whiskey a go go. Whiskey a go go. Striper and Worldview. We'll be playing with Striper at the Whiskey a go go in Hollywood, California. And again, it'll be on our website so you guys can check that out www.worldviewmetal.com. We'd hope to see you at both the shows, but at least come to one of them. Um, you, got, you can't miss this guy at the Saturday night show. So we'll see you there. Thanks, George. All right, well, once again, I just really enjoyed myself hanging out with the guys from Recon. I mean, like seven dudes, music all around me. I mean, melodies, uh, rhythms, uh, uh, guitar, great singers, great songs. What a day. Awesome. This is Les Carlson saying goodbye till second episode. See you then. Frontline Rewind. Rewind.